1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com recommend today.
2: WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet.
3: And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob's going to be here for his last time. This is his swan song. Bob Shorey is one of the MCSEs at Tab, and he helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We're going to miss him. But he's going to go off to a nice sunny place. Right, Bob? Yep. <laughs> so we're excited about that for him. So you guys, nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. Let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to Mark in Colchester next. What's going on, Mark?
2: Good morning, guys. Morning. Um, good morning. I, want, I want to know, um, what's an average price, a decent price for an average laptop? I don't want to underpay and not get enough power, but right. I don't want to overpay either.
3: Yeah, that's a very good question because you can get a laptop for 300 bucks, and you can get a laptop for $2,000, right? Right. Um, and they all have similar specs inside, except the $2,000 one will have a much better video card, most likely, and processor. So I would tell you, an average cost for a good quality laptop is going to run you around eleven $1, or $1,200 um or just under a thousand you want a machine that's going to perform for a long time right you don't want to buy a machine that's going to show its age rather quick so i5 i7 processors are important and those are more costly um you want a nice solid state drive of a larger size that's a little more money you want more ram in it because microsoft software is as bloated as ever Right. So it's not running any faster with less. So you want to get eight gigs of RAM or even sixteen gigs of RAM in that thing these days too. So if you get in those price points, nice solid metal case, um, you should have good results. Generally. (laughs) Put it in air quotes. Generally. Yeah, well
2: nothing's ever perfect.
3: (laughs) No. Yeah. But don't pay too little. I mean it really is true. You get what you pay for. And you know, they they,
2: that's kind of what I figured.
3: Yeah, they stratify the market to try to get anybody to buy any and just buy a laptop. Hey, I've got a laptop. Well, what, it, what can it do? Well, play Solitaire great.
1: Well, there are a lot of...
2: <laughs> Not what I want. <laughs> right.
1: There are a lot of companies that do uh, refurb computers. Yeah. And uh, supposedly at a reasonable price. But with those, you don't know really what you're getting. They're coming off lease.
3: Right. And they're 90-day 90, ninety day warranty. So I'd be cautious of that. Yeah. They could be used, too, pretty for a long time. They could have four years on them already. Or,
1: yeah. Or some leases go five.
3: So.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, as tempting as that would be, I don't think I would buy a used in this particular situation. It's yeah. used car, maybe, not a used laptop.
4: Very
3: good. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks. You got it, Mark.
2: All right, bye. Bye.
3: All right, now let's go on to, we're going go to Vermont and uh, Barbara. Hey, Barbara, what's happening up there in Vermont?
5: Ah, it's a lovely, somewhat gray day, but looking forward to a beautiful forest over the lake.
3: Nice. What can <laughs> we do for you?
5: Well, I'm on our local landline here in the Sound I was getting before was terrible, but it works pretty well here, and we have good internet. But down in Connecticut, I've been waiting for this fiber optic cable that you guys have been talking about to go net speed. Yes. And as I was driving up, I stopped someplace where they had a nice billboard up about Frontier fiber optics.
3: Yeah, we've talked about it lately, too.
5: Ah, I must have missed some of your shows. I apologize.
3: That's okay. Frontier is trying, um, which is great. I mean, we want more competition. And uh, they're trying to offer fiber speeds at a fair price in in other areas. And we have had callers call in saying they've been happy with the service and the price is competitive. So, you know, having competitors like GoNetSpeed come in to finally shake up the incumbents um, is great. And it took way too long and there's still too many impediments to having competitors come in. But... I'll tell you that you should check to see if they offer it. And if, if go net Speed's not there, because I would still tell you if you had a choice, go GoNetSpeed, Speed because they're going to lock in your price. You're never going to pay more for the life of your of where you're living. If you live with even if you move within the town, they'll keep that price the same. Um, so they're probably a more affordable um, approach than the incumbents. But if you can get it from from oh. Frontier uh, fairly, you go ahead.
5: Well, that's attractive. Um, I'm I'm not optimistic about Frontier because we have our landline through them, and we live on a very short street where the landline was installed maybe like 1920 or something. Yeah. And uh, often has issues, and one of the common issues is mice nesting at the top of the pole, because it's all nice and warm from the electrical charges. Nice, great. Uh, and the poor guy has to climb up the pole, reach into wherever this is, and pull out a nest full of little baby mice and mama <laughs> mice. and They're not happy, and he's not happy. Yeah. And it's not too long before this recurs. Um,
3: I think they'd invest in a better box to keep the mice out.
5: Well, that the guy that climbs the pole is fully aware that there is a better product. Right. But Frontier isn't spending money on that, and there's so many breaks in the line that when they have to fix our wires, right. they're jumping from one pair to another pair to another pair. Right. Yeah. And they said, "Well, we were just about out of pairs here." Um, yeah. And I said, "You know, wouldn't it be more cost-effective to simply replace?" It's a short street.
3: They want they want you off the old copper. Yeah. so they're pretty much telling they're kind of saying to you we're not fixing this go to cellular um, go to IP because if you had a uma phone you could go over the internet right you could port your number away from frontier completely and run it over your internet service and you wouldn't have the issue until your unless your internet went down
5: and that's exactly the problem though I want to have something which has the basic Capability of running when the power is
3: off, except when the mice eat it. So it's almost Definitely. an oxymoron what you're asking for because you're saying <laughs> well, you got a very bad service when it works regularly, but you want to make sure it's there when you need it. And to say that is almost like saying, "I hope the duct tape holds when we need it." You know, <laughs> uh, I don't think you want to do that, Barbara. I think get that out of your mind and just say, "All right, I got." You probably have a cell phone, right? Yes,
4: indeed.
3: So that'll last longer, um, and as long as the batteries for the cell towers hold out. Um. So I would tell you to just... Cons- but we
5: all know that there are many instances in not that distant history... Yes, I know. ...where
4: that has I know.
5: worked. And besides which, the um, uh, copper lines also are good for faxing.
3: Yeah, but you can do e-faxing now.
5: Yeah, yeah. But I think that um, a lot of recipients... Now, I don't personally deal with these things, but I have in uh, my work had mm-hmm. people who said, I have to be able to fax this because, and particularly as international, yeah. they want to verify where it's coming from. Yep, um, and it's you know, you I, can I can see that, and I figure that's a good option to have. Yeah, and it works well. I want my copper wire. I know
3: <laughs> you're bu- you're bucking a system that doesn't want to give it to you. They're not going to fix those mice infested boxes. They're just going to eventually say, and actually, they could just turn them off. Um, so,
5: but don't they have to? Don't they have a contract as the selected utility provider mm. to provide it to the citizens of Connecticut. They can't give you this crap.
3: I hear you, but I don't think they have any kind of contract that says they have to.
5: Well, it's a regulated utility. It is. That's their, that's their contract for, it's not a contract like a, you know, a contract to, uh, I don't know, buy a car or something. Right. No, I know. Um, but it's the terms of, of being the... Selected utility provider yeah. for that area. Yeah, I don't disagree with because your
3: I don't disagree with your uh, your logic, but I, I think the contract probably has an out that says. If we have to keep repairing this with the mice all the time, we don't we're not gonna bother. But uh, I hear your point. I, I hope you're right, but I don't think I don't think <laughs> it's the case. <laughs> think well the it.
5: biggest problem is getting somebody in Hartford to go ahead and force the things that sound like such a wonderful provision when they say, We're gonna protect the consumer by making right. this company do X, Y, and Z.
3: Right. Well that's why again fiber's a better option, right? So and the mice could still eat it, but I suspect that these companies are gonna put it in mice proof boxes and it's light, right? You can just put so many more Signals over this fiber service that's coming down the pike. That we really got to get rid of the copper. But I hear you. All right. Sorry, well, Barb.
5: Uh, <laughs> for today, I'm calling on copper and I'm using my internet at the same time. Yeah. And it's they. I like having both, but I yeah. may have to give it up and yeah. tell Bob. Appreciate all the good uh, information he's provided over the years, and uh, best uh, in whatever future endeavors he pursues wherever he pursues them
1: (laughs) thank you okay all right
3: barb
5: bye-bye
1: bye-bye
3: all right we're gonna step out for a quick break we're flying over the air here i mean that's old school too we'll be right back
6: call from mom answer it call silenced
1: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
3: And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. And then Dr. Leslie will come in with Healthy Rounds. We'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And the concert it does start at 4 o'clock at Rockwell Park. So I have the numbers now. Uh, if you'd like to stop by and check us out. And we did a little research on Frontier and AT&T for Barbara. And Ars Technica did a great story about it. Um, AT&T and Frontier have let phone networks fall apart, California regulator finds. They have increased their price 153% on the phone lines and have not put the money into fixing them. Uh, It's a great little article you can read. I only had a few few seconds, really, to read some of it. So it looks like it's going to cover the areas that she's interested in when it comes to copper lines. And I think you can pronounce them dead. Um, I don't think you're going to be here for very long. Let's go to uh, your calls. We're going to go to Ray in Bristol next. What's going on, Ray? Hey, how are you doing? Good, sir. How are you?
2: Pretty good. Um, First off, let me just say I have practically zero experience with computers. Okay. Uh, I bought a notebook, a Dell notebook uh, Experian 3147 back in 2015 to get a package with Comcast and get a price deal for two years. Nice. Uh, I messed around. I've probably been on this a total of a half hour.
3: Since 2015? Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: It's been sitting here plugged in, and every time I try to turn it on, I would get the main screen where it has the colors and the time and everything, and then I would press it, and it would go to a blue screen. No, no. And down in the bottom right-hand corner, it would say, uh, check connections, not connected. Mm. So I would call Comcast. I called them like three or four times. They said, it's not them. Right. I couldn't get through to Dell. So I would leave it there. And every once in a while I would just open it up and try to do it. And they kept on doing it. Yeah. First, I woke up today, heard you guys on the radio Yeah. and you just sort of how I pressed the button Yeah. and the main screen came on and I pressed it and it says, Updating 100%, don't turn off, Oh. and Windows ready. All right. Then now I'm on the start screen, and there's a bunch of apps, I guess you call them. One of them says McAfee, and I think I only had that for two years when I first did that. Right,
3: right. So it's expired, as as, as, uh, the old John McAfee himself has expired. McAfee, McAfee, however you say it.
2: Do I need to re-up that, or because I have Comcast, I should be covered?
3: Uh, No, sometimes you got to double-check. I've heard uh, from other callers that Comcast has either changed or doesn't offer security anymore. Um, So you need to check with Comcast to see if your service is included with uh, antivirus. Um, They may need to have you download it. But it looks like your machine finally updated. It looks like it was... Yeah,
2: I don't know why.
3: Well, it was probably Windows uh, 7 when you got it in 2015, right? And then you never uh, turned it on. It was. It's Windows 8.1. Oh, 8.1. Okay. So yeah. it's updating. It looks like it was now working. I would tell you to leave it running a little bit. Let it catch up on the updates. It's got years of updates to do. Um, okay. So it's going to go through all that. I would tell you to reach out to Comcast to see if they do offer you antivirus. If they don't, it doesn't really I mean for what you're using it so far for, which is very little, um, I would tell you to continue with the free antivirus that comes along with the operating system. You should probably uninstall McAfee. Uh, or McAfee, however you say it, um, and get it off your system because it's not up to date. I mean, it's not going to – it's already way expired. Okay.
2: I'm not familiar with all the different functions on here. Yeah, yeah. But I have been pressing things, and I've been di- making things disappear. <laughs> and, uh, on, on the main uh, app map, I guess you call it. Yeah. But um, it, right now it's telling me to go to the PC screen. And it wants me to do something there.
3: What does it want you to do?
2: I put that on a cogwheel. Press. And it says PC settings. Yeah. And it's giving me three choices, you know, for the color of the saver screen and two other things. But then it says... There's, it keeps on flipping. It's mm. Flipped again.
3: I think what you this, need, right This
2: one is a PC and devices. Yeah. Lock the screen display Bluetooth devices.
3: Right. You're just messing around with some of the settings in here, trying to get familiar. You may want to consider going to a maybe a senior center or a, get some classes uh, with your laptop. Um, yeah,
2: that was the last thing I was going to ask you. Is, I did go to Farmington; they had a night classes, yeah. but it's it's not. Wasn't very helpful because there's like six people and you're using the computers from the school with the mouse attached to it, and uh, it's hard for her to teach everybody if you got six. I understand. Sixty-year-old guys there don't. I know. Don't know what they're doing.
3: The more you, the more you do it, though, the better you're going to get at it. Um, You can also look at, believe it or not, I was going to say YouTube, but it's hard for you to get to YouTube because you really haven't played with computers much. Um, You're really kind of missing out by not having this experience. And I, I, I think you should take some classes within the, the Senior Center or Farmington uh, Continuing Ed so that you have a shot at getting up to speed on this because you're missing out, Ray. Yeah,
2: I know. I, and I'm still in the Stone Age. I got a flip phone. Yeah. So I can't do anything in that.
3: Yeah, come on. Catch up, Ray. Get out there. Get, they, get some training.
2: it did bring me to the...
3: Uh... Hey, Ray, I, it's a heartbreaker, here, buddy. i got to let you go. But you definitely want to get access to uh, some training to help you out because you're a little, little behind there. I'm going to step out for a quick break, get back to Moria Calls. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back.
7: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Madela, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
3: Smooth Jazz, Saturday morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Actually, it's not smooth jazz, it's kind of classic jazz. Um, I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock when uh, Dr. Essie's coming and he'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. Um, let's get to your calls, though. You were nice enough to join us on this uh, Saturday morning. We're going to go to Sherry in West Hartford first. What's going on, Sherry?
5: Oh, hi. Actually, for the first time, this is a call that has nothing to do with the computer problems. I mm-hmm. just wanted to wish Bob all the best in his retirement and how much we appreciate both Eric and Bob. Awesome. So um, we're going to miss you, Bob. And you've been so informative and funny and just delightful. Well, thank you. We'll miss you. Have a great time in retirement.
1: I expect to <laughs> Going be able to do all the things that I, you haven't done that right. I've wanted to do. Start right. working on my bucket list. There you go.
5: <laughs> we're happy for
3: you. We'll miss you, though.
1: Thank you. Take care. Thanks, Sherry. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. All
3: right, let's move on to, we have a couple lines open, guys. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Let's go to Chris in Weathersfield next. What's up, Chris?
6: Yes, hi. I've been listening to the the, uh, banter on the the copper line. Yeah. And um, I'm listening to you saying, you know, suck it up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna go away. That's kind of true, uh, but you don't. You don't agree. It sounds like.
6: Well, I have been fighting uh, from the get-go with that transfer, with FCC complaints,
4: mm-hmm. uh,
6: dealing with the AG's office, dealing with Pura, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm I keep wondering: is there something wrong with me? <laughs> we had a great technology, and yeah. now I'm being told, you know, plug-ins, batteries. Everything without an architecture. Right. And uh, I hear at you. the time, the communication workers of America said, don't do it. Right. Everyone should have access to decent, affordable phone service. Right. So.
3: Well, I, I would contend that communications workers of America were the cause of the high cost of our broadband. Partially, they're involved in actually keeping out competitors. Um, they were working to do so they didn't want to have other options for us and i and this is this is a common thing especially in connecticut um when you have these groups that are looking out for their own self-interest rather than improving technology where they keep you using the old tech because they've got the lobbyists to do it and sadly i think those folks are part of the problem um so i hear you i mean copper was great and copper you know it worked but it's it's not going to be something they want to continue to maintain because there's such better technology out there that, quote-unquote, is more reliable than the old copper. So,
6: well, well, tell me why it is more reliable.
3: Well, I mean, copper, you're running over those the old lines, right? And if I put in a nice uh, bunch of fiber lines, which are they're, – they're, they're, they're fragile, but they put them inside things that are much more robust to keep them running there. They're going to be able to carry a lot more information a lot faster. So copper lines have a, such a limitation um, that fiber does not, and it really should be a mandated thing that fiber is is what we all should be connected to, um, and made it. E- they should be making it very easy for the communications workers of America to lay fiber, um, uh, instead of trying to keep the old DSL and, and uh, copper running.
1: I think part of the problem is the old uh, copper technology is very expensive. It's very labor intensive, mm-hmm. and uh, it. It doesn't lend itself to upgrading to newer technology. Right. The newer technology is easier to use, but the problem is, is the communications workers, uh, ha- you know, they have to be their training would have to upgrade to the new technology, and mm. some of them are old enough that they don't want to learn it.
3: Mm, there's probably that too. Yeah. So I mean, Chris, we we, we shouldn't keep using the old tech. Um, we need to move forward. We, we, it's the America, man. We we got the coolest stuff here in America yet. How will
6: fiber line help my phone system be reliable?
3: Okay. So Fibers gonna it would connect to your home with a piece of light and that would connect to the to the internet and your dial tone would actually come over a service called voice over IP. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like that. <laughs> it would convert your voice your analog voice into a data packet. Yes, there are problems. Analog? Yeah, you're analog. You and I are analog. We're analog beings. Yeah. Um, into a digital, you're going to turn you into a packet. <laughs> your voice is going to get converted into a digital packet. And then that will be prioritized across the network. That's why you can't have net neutrality. So that your packet for voice is prioritized. I mean, you, we stream internet, we stream TV, voice over IP is here, um, copper lines are just, they need to go. All right. Sorry.
6: Well, I'm trying to understand it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. For helping us all.
3: Yeah. Well, again, you know, it, it's hard to let go. Connecticut is one of the uh, folks. You know, what is it? Uh, land of steady habits. Um, we're one of the states that has the most folks hanging on to their copper phone lines, and uh, they're going to keep cranking the price up to $40, 50 bucks a month for your copper line. You're no, going to. But, but that's
6: that's what I mean. It's, yeah. it's it's not it's not making sense to me. Hmm. I'm I'm not seeing the benefit. Right. Everything's been kind of downgraded to me because I don't, um, you know, tell me how that architecture is going to be better than...
3: Because I can put more data on it. Just more data. More data. So your copper line is, is really only designed to ring your old analog phone. Um, it can do some faxing and it can do a little bit of internet if you want to use the old squawky analog modems, you know, that communicate but it, it's done really whereas fiber is going to have an unlimited potential beyond that chris wireless is going to have an unlimited potential eventually uh, i contend it'll probably beat fiber um because of its its capabilities but for now we're all going to be wired with fiber hopefully sooner rather than later
6: can i ask one question more question yeah. why do we need to have them both together why can't we separate phone from internet
3: why can't we separate phone from internet? Well
1: Well you can. Yeah. But the uh, the thing is is then you've got two separate services and then you gotta pay for each. Right. And the old phones is gonna be more expensive than the new phones because it's more labor intensive and the materials to maintain it is a lot more expensive. Just
3: the switching technology. Your phone line has to go back to an old fashioned style switch, of which I couldn't even tell you how it works. Um as far as how it switches analog data, I'm sure somebody could tell us how that works. But those systems are very old, and to keep them up makes no sense. It makes more sense to go through a system that's going to cover all the bases as far as how you communicate, whether it be voice over IP packets. Your your fiber service can send all sorts of types of data, right? SIP data, IP data, you name it, data I haven't even thought of um, can be sent over that piece of glass, and that's the technology we want.
1: So instead of paying for two different services, you pay for one. You pay for one service that handles everything, right?
3: At a good speed and performance um it just doesn't work when you have no power right the, the copper line did that right that's the thing everyone likes I, hey if i right. lose power but you know what the october snowstorm happened almost a decade ago now and Correct. everyone ran out and got generators they haven't used since um that disaster planning for that disaster again is like hoping the old duct tape is going to be there when you need it that copper line may also not work for whatever reason due to whatever disaster. Um, so I think we have to move forward, and we've been held back for so long because of the incumbents and the and the, and the lawmakers involved in the, in keeping the incumbents there. So we've been sitting around with copper when we should be running fiber. They should be making it so easy to run fiber into our homes, but they don't.
6: Well, I, I definitely believe that because I used to believe that for um, you know uh, cable. Hmm. Uh, my only thing is probably I we need pricing. Uh, structures for w- what a consumer needs. Well, if I don't need all the, you know, stuff that comes, yeah. you know, by this beautiful technology. You can choose it. Uh, I want to choose it to right. get the lowest
3: price. Correct. And that, that's where competition comes in. Why? Do you, and great with Go Net Speed coming in, given competition, now all of a sudden you have competitors out there that offer you great broadband speeds at a competitive price. And then you can choose whatever whatever entertainment or internet you want to put on that line. Rather than having to buy a package from the cable company that gives you, a, you know, it's like, it's like a luxury car payment every month just to watch TV. Um, you can choose to have just a few channels or just whatever you want on these fiber services. You just got to pay for the pipe. And you don't need a big pipe. You only need a small fraction. 150 megabits is plenty of bandwidth.
6: So for now in, in Connecticut, the only thing we have for true copper is, is Frontier.
3: I think they're the, the the copper incumbent in Connecticut. Yeah, yes, right. I think they're the ones. That's all you all got. Right.
6: Well, you gave me all the information. All I right, appreciate Chris. it. All right, good luck.
3: Yeah, thanks. All right, bye-bye. Bye. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break. Get back to more of your calls. Alan, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.
7: Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every
3: day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I also want to bring up that we had a caller who really hadn't had much experience with his computer in Farmington. And uh, I looked up here. It looks like the town of Farmington's librarian will give you one on one classes. I put a link up here for you, and then he because he had mentioned that he was in a in a class where there's a bunch of folks who really didn't know what they were doing with computers, and he really needs really like one on one and believe it or not, the Farmington Library seems to offer one on one computer classes and training. The librarian does it very cool. I didn't know that very good. So, uh, Ray, check it out, man. you got a place you can go one-on-one to get
1: some help. True public service. Exactly.
3: The library, you know, believe it or not, even though we're not open books very often these days, a lot going on at the library. They're, oh, yeah. they're trying to stay relevant, and they've done a good job doing it. So never even thought of that. Let's go on to Alan in Avon next. What's going on, Alan?
8: Hey, guys. Hey. I couldn't help but while I was on hold listening to that dissertation about fiber optics and Frontier. Yes. But uh, let me tell you, Frontier's been, that movie's been played a hundred times. For for the last ten years, they've been in and out of bankruptcy. I know. Right now, the FTC and them are in the middle of a lawsuit. Mm Mm-hmm. Arizona, California. Yep. Indiana, Michigan, they're all. Yep. So uh, I, I don't know what uh, what's going to happen in, in that scenario
4: right? But I in, agree.
8: Anyway, uh, yeah my, qu- my question is I I want to disable a touchpad on my NV laptop. Yeah. And
4: you should be able to I, do
8: that. It's not, it's not cut and dry. The only thing I, I can see to do is go to device manager. Mm-hmm. And disable the click pad, right? And the driver.
3: Yep.
8: Is that a good thing? Yeah,
3: that no would one. do it. That would disable that so that your hand doesn't keep touching it, causing the mouse to move around or whatever is happening yeah, to you.
8: Exactly. Yeah. Because I got it on a desk, and the desktop's behind it. Sometimes I use both. Hmm. Sometimes I need a spot to write on, and the only place to write on a three x five card is right on that touchpad area.
1: Yeah. So what model of Envy do you have?
8: The 360 convertible. Nice. 15-inch. Yeah, it's. I took your advice, and it's a solid anodized aluminum case. Yep. The only way to go. The only thing I, I may add to your specs
4: is, mm-hmm.
8: you know, AMD's come a long way. Sure. And that Ryzen chip. Yep, a Ryzen seven is the equivalent of an i seven. Fair enough. Pretty close. Yep, and and it's it's one hundred and fifty dollars off the total package. Yep by by
3: that alone. So fair that's enough.
8: That's
3: yeah. you're you are right, Alan. I mean, we we've never really given AMD a fair shake, only because we don't really have much experience with it. So I can't say how right. good or bad they are. But they are a, a very it's great. We have a competing chip out there, and it is less expensive. And with all the chip shortages that are out there. You may have oh, yeah. to get an AMD, anyways, just because of availability.
8: Exactly, and Intel's going through their growing pains now. Mm-hmm. They got a new CEO. And
3: yeah,
8: maybe they'll come back around again. But right now, it's it's fifty fifty as far as
4: mm-hmm.
8: quality prices.
3: Yep. So, yeah, Bob, did you have any other information for that disabling of the trackpad? Or yeah,
1: I just put a link up how to disable a trackpad on HP Envy X360 15t. Perfect.
3: That's the exact oh, wow. model. Look at, me. Look at that. Look at that service. Look at that service, Alan. Yeah, element.
8: now one last thing. Two yeah. things. One is, uh, good luck, Bob. You mm. are going to be missed and uh, enjoy wherever you're going.
1: Uh, if I wasn't going to have fun, I wouldn't put the key in the ignition.
8: you you're still using keys? <laughs> <laughs> you're kidding. I
1: know that was coming. I know that was
8: coming.
1: <laughs> well, keys come in many forms.
8: Yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> I, and one last thing on that note is uh, the other part of my call was for Windows 11. Yeah. I'm about getting a new desktop. Mm-hmm. Should I wait a month or two and <laughs> go with a pre-installed Windows 11 OS? I, a- I, I've got no reason to jump out and, and get a new desktop today.
3: Right. Everyone's up in arms because Windows 10 was the last operating system, according yeah, to Microsoft. Right. Although they did say it was going to be... U- out of support in 2025. so Right. right. Uh, Windows 11 is coming. Um, I don't think it matters, uh, Alan. They're going to automatically update you. I would bet dollars to donuts, if we still bet those things anymore, or Bitcoin to donuts, that um, uh-huh. if uh, you have yeah. a Windows 10, you're going to wake up one day and it's going to be 11, whether you want it there or not. I um,
8: think it's going to be that fast? Uh seamless? No,
3: I
1: don't know. I didn't say it's seamless, but it's I, going to I be that. I think they're going to give you the choice to upgrade it. Mm. But if you have an, a little older PC, right. uh, you're going to be able to run out Microsoft's PC health check right. to see if it's compatible.
3: Which they did for 7. They upgraded you to 10. And then all of a sudden, you know, three months later, they said, ah, oh, your video card doesn't work anymore. It's not compatible anymore. Remember those fun things we dealt with? Oh, yeah. It was compatible, but then it's not because we updated it further. So... You could wait a little bit, but I don't think you should bother waiting. If you need a machine, get a machine, and uh, it'll update. Well,
8: I, I don't, but I want.
3: Okay, that's fine, too.
8: Not, it's not a need. It's a want. Yeah. So
1: Go out there and get it, then.
8: Yeah, all, all right.
1: <laughs> all don't, right? Don't worry. Be happy. And
8: it, You know, it's going to be an Envy, too. That I'll yep. tell you, HP Envy, it's a little higher-level line of right. platform. And it's worth the difference; it really
3: is. We've had good luck with it through our practice. Yeah. So, good, all right, Alan. Good.
8: All right, thank you very much, and thanks for that link. You're welcome, sir. And enjoy, Bob. I will. Bye now.
3: All thanks. Right. Okay. All right, bye bye. All right, so that's it, Bob's last show. Thank all you guys for joining us on Bob's last show. We're we're gonna, we've got it uh, obviously podcasted for perpetuity. So you could always listen to past Bob podcasts if you like over at Odyssey.com. Thank you uh joe for producing I want to thank mike g for for posting everything on our our, our website for you guys to get over at computer talk with tab.com it's the name of the show.com and next week dennis will be in uh going forward
1: see you down the pike